Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello everybody and welcome back. Tonight I bring you one of our new investigations, it's a new witness and it's an account that took place in the 90s in the northwest of England. Um, the witness was kind enough to share with us, he also allowed me to interview him and you will hear that. And he also spoke with Mick McLaren and I'll bring that to you tonight as well. But first let me explain how we got into contact with each other and what happened now, the witness contacted me during one of our live feeds, and it wasn't the Tuesday live feed, it was the New Year live feed. He was listening to Paula's encounters in Yorkshire. He wanted to know where my encounter with the ape-like thing happened and how old I was at the time. Um, he then went on to explain that he'd also seen something he was struggling to explain in the northwest of England when he was much younger. His experience, when I heard it, instantly reminded me of a number of other reports. I'd taken these over the years from people who shared their experience of seeing some kind of gorilla-like creature when they were children. All of these child witnesses describe an ape-like creature. They all lived in new-built homes, situated on the edge of Greenbelt land. They all saw the creature through their window and they all had other kinds of events in later life. Two of those witnesses, one lives in Springwell in the north east of England and the other lives in Seven Oaks down south. Our witness from Hunger Hill makes it clear that he does not feel that what he saw was a Bigfoot creature. He describes something with the appearance of a gorilla and he's not alone in this. Many of our witnesses report ape or gorilla-like creatures. They are often described as being down on all fours in that typical gorilla stance. One witness who saw a reddish-coloured creature on two occasions, a few miles away from my experience, described the creature as standing on its knuckles in an ape-like fashion. Another point to note is the swaying motion that's often described. We see the same motion with chimps and apes. The swaying side to side over and over in a repetitive movement. In the wild, apes make this motion to show dominance. The swaying is a sign of confidence. Strangely, they'll also sway to rhythmic sound like rain or natural noises. This is what our witness had to say and these are his own words. Hi Deborah. I heard you speaking about your encounter on YouTube and I got in touch because I saw something strange not too far away when I was a kid. The experience I had was very close up and personal. I could not mistake what I was seeing or mix it up with anything else. When people describe Bigfoot type creatures, there is a similarity to what I saw but I'm not sure exactly if what I saw was a Bigfoot because it looked like a gorilla. 
I was around seven years old when it happened and I lived in the Hunger Hill area at the time. The house we lived in was close to the M6 motorway and my bedroom window was facing the main road, looking out towards the roundabout. On the day this happened, I was in my bedroom. I was standing looking out of the window and I saw something I couldn't understand. There was something in the garden and from what I could see, I could only describe this thing as very ape-like. It was very much similar to a silverback gorilla. It ran across a very small grass area, easily hopped over the fence and proceeded to climb up the drain pipe and it was coming up towards my window. I took a few steps back in shock and as this thing reached the window, it was just looking at me, hanging onto the drain pipe while grinning. It was showing me all its teeth and it just kept looking at me and I could see that the teeth were pretty big and the fang-like teeth, its canines, were a lot larger than the others. I was just so shocked and almost traumatised. I couldn't move or run away. I was just frozen to the spot, looking at it. It was almost smiling at me, a grilling. I can't really describe its expression. I remember regaining myself and being able to move finally, so I ran downstairs, told mum and dad about what I'd just seen. I basically told them there's an ape at my bedroom window bearing its teeth. I asked my dad if he would come upstairs with me and see it for himself. Which, if I remember correctly, I don't think they ever did. I have always remembered this experience. I've had others, but nothing relating to a Bigfoot or a creature of any kind. To what I know, and I believe, I wasn't dreaming. I wasn't imagining it. It definitely happened. And I know it sounds crazy to some, but this thing was real. I've always remembered that day and what happened. And I never had any sort of experience, Bigfoot-wise, before or since, or whatever it was. I would say it was more like an actual ape than a Bigfoot. I don't know what to call it. I can describe it though. It was very black in colour and the hair almost had a silver sheen to it. It must have been three foot, two foot away when it came up the drain pipe. I saw this thing directly. There was no mistake in it. I was looking straight at it. I could make out so much detail. I can remember it like it was yesterday. I know it's a long time ago, but it never really left my mind. And I've always wondered what it was that I saw that day. It's very hard to talk to people about what happened because I know how it sounds. This thing was definitely, from what I can say to my knowledge, like a silverback gorilla. I saw it run across the grass and it was moving very fast towards the fence. It moved with a sway, and it had very long arms that were muscular. I always think back to that time, and I start doubting myself. But I know exactly what I saw, and it's never really left me. I can remember everything about it, and just the whole sequence that happened. It's really ingrained in my memory. I've done countless hours of research about Bigfoots across the globe, but the general description just doesn't seem to be a match to exactly what I saw. I mean, this thing was down on all fours. It wasn't walking up on its back legs. It was swaying like how a gorilla moves. If I had to guess its height, I would say if it did stand up straight, it would have been around six. A seven foot maybe it was pretty large but it was also more bulky and stocky I could see its muscular formation from where the grass patch was in front of the house I would say the thing I saw had kind of like thick black greyish hair that had a sheen to it it was in the shape of a buzz cut but with very long spiking hair if you know what I mean it was very characteristic of an actual silverback's face 
and the teeth seemed to be very large and it seemed to have quite a large head on it. The thing I've often thought about the most is how could a drain pipe support its weight? It was climbing up very quickly. I would say from the moment I spotted it so the moment it climbed the drain pipe must have been under 10 seconds, maybe seven seconds at an estimate. It was up at my window, peering through at me while I just stood there, traumatised. It makes me wonder what the hell these things are and what's going on exactly. After reading this, Deb, do you have anyone who has any sort of similar experience to mine at all? I hopefully would like to get some clarification. It would have been or what it was. And I did send him some validation reports over after we'd spoken. And as I say, there's a young chap who was in his very early teens. He was in the Springwell area of the northeast. He was staying at his grandparents' house. He was in bed. He was looking out the window. And he saw what he described as a gorilla watching him from the garden. And he remembers the event very clearly, like it was yesterday, and could explain it. I think of Jess Smith, who lives in Seven Oaks. He was um, very young, about seven or eight, when it happened to him. He was making a cup of tea in the kitchen, and he saw a chimp's face up at the window. But I have to say, <clears throat> in the UK, people rarely say the word Bigfoot. They often say ape or gorilla or chimp. It's quite natural to say that. And what he mentions is something that's down on all fours and moving on all fours. So the Hunger Hill Gorilla, do you know anything about this? Did you live in the area at the time? Have you had a strange experience there, whether it be with a creature, paranormal, a UFO event, anything like that? If so, please get in touch because I would dearly love to help this witness and I'll do whatever I can to do that. Now you will hear an interview. It took place between Mick McLaren, Carol Ann Smith and our witness. So this is like the area where I grew up in and then like when I reached um, nine we moved to Shropshire. Um, but yeah, I've only been back here like two or three times since I moved back to Bolton when I was 18. Right. And um, yeah, it's just like literally just round this corner where I grew up. Um, so is this like your family home? Yeah, this was, this was like our first home in, um, well, we were born in Bolton and then we lived here. And uh, I was here till I was about nine and then obviously moved like mum and dad split up. Yeah. And then they got back together again, like, a few years later. Um, and then moved back to Bolton. But I grew up in Shropshire and Wales. So I lived with my grandma and granddad a bit on a farm. Right. And um, that lived in Raider and uh, Glen Kerryog in Wales, which are quite remote areas. Yeah. But, yeah, this is basically where it happened. Um, I'll show you the house now. So the thing that I actually seen was was here. It was like between probably that post and that tree, and it was just like on all fours, just like a typical kind of gorilla kind of stance. I don't really know much about gorillas, but yeah. from what I can describe, it almost looked like a um, like a silverback gorilla, and it came from there. And the ice where I lived is this one here to the left, like the Tudor kind of yeah. type bit. And I have this front bedroom here to the right, and it's gone over this fence here. So it's ran across here, it's gone over the fence, and that drain pipe, it's gone up there, and then it's kind of poked in onto the window. But from what I've seen, it was probably to what from its chest to its head. So from looking at that, it was quite large, and because it's quite a bit of a way to the window from the actual. Yeah, um, drain yeah. pipe so I'm not sure whether it's got on that kind of bit there but yeah it was very like surreal experience and it yeah but I'll always remember it like you know I, you know I definitely wasn't dreaming imagining it it was definitely happened and yeah it was really it was almost like traumatized I couldn't move really 
and um, while it was there it was kind of like had a bit of a grin kind of thing like a bit like it was like, opening its mouth almost like smiling or grinning or something and it like showing its teeth I couldn't really move and then I finally kind of regained myself and went downstairs told my mum and dad I said to my dad I said there's something upstairs like a, you know I said there's like a gorilla at my window and he, he, I think he came up but it was just gone but yeah it was really really strange like and I've never ever experienced anything like that since ever so what time was that about evening time I, yeah it was definitely evening time and I think it was I think it would have been either late spring or summertime as well probably 95 or 96 yeah and um, because the trees it had all the leaves on and stuff like that so that's from what I can you know gather yeah. and remember like but a bit bare today yeah yeah, so, yeah, it was pretty crazy, really, but it was definitely, like, you could see, you know, this thing, it was muscular, it was massive, like, it was definitely, like, an ape-like thing, um, and, like, a very large head, like, and the head itself, it had, like, the hair on it, it was almost like a, you know, like a buzz cut, but very kind of long-stranded yeah, yeah. hair, um, yeah, it was just really surreal, but it was very, very ape-like, it was like, um, when you just look at a picture of, you know, a, a silverback, it was pretty much similar to that, really, not right, much yeah. difference. Um, but, yeah, that's that's pretty much it, really. You know, we've got this housing estate. We've got the motorway here. But, at the back, there's lots of, there's a lot of woodland, isn't there? Yeah. Running along, and then it goes onto grass. Yeah, yeah, that, that kind of... That field there, it's almost like barren, and um, for miles and miles, I think it's quite a lot of you know woodland, grassland, and things like that. But yeah, you know, it is strange. You know, I've never ever experienced anything like that, you know, since or before. But it was really, you know, mind blowing, really. You know, I mean, from what I've looked at online, because I've researched Bigfoot leftovers or. The DMV. Number 97. Or. House cleaning. Or. Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Leftovers? Or... The DMV, Number 97. or house cleaning, or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, because I've always been fascinated with it ever since that's ever happened, but. You know, I don't think it was like a bit, I didn't see it like standing up or anything, it was literally just kind of galloping and it was very like ape, you know, like proper, it's like an ape really, yeah. but really big, um, but yeah, it was proper strange, but from typical Bigfoot, you know, experiences, it doesn't really sound like that to me, it's... It is mad though, because it is like a bit of a built-up area, isn't it? Like, yeah. You know, wouldn't really kind of, if there was anything like that, you know, you wouldn't really expect it to be in a, in a, a state or something. No, you wouldn't, no. Yeah, I'd no. honestly don't know, like, it is pretty strange, like, but... but some people suggest that uh, only certain people mm. seem to be wired to see such strange things. Mm. That's one of the things we were talking about when we... Went to interview somebody else the other day. Yeah. 
Yeah, she was in, in, under the same impression. Yeah, mm. it is. It's just certain people seem to see these things, mm. and then others they just walk by and don't see a thing. Yeah. Perhaps that's where the interdimensional thing is from. Perhaps you're picking up. Yeah. Uh, from this dimension, and that's why you're seeing it, and it's seeing you, and uh, and it's as curious as you are of it. Yeah, because yeah. like, when I when I seen it, like it definitely like can recognise me straight away. It was like it was like locked on almost. Yeah, like yeah. it was just like it could n- knew that I was like I seen it and that I was looking at it and it and then it obviously came up, but it was just proper strange. And Did it seem aggressive towards you? Yeah, or just a little. Curious a, a li- or? I'd say. A, I'd say probably aggressive a little bit, do you know what I mean? Because it did come up and it was like, it was like grinning or whatever it was doing at me and I was just like, bloody hell, like I did feel frightened and, and um, I don't know, just felt, you know, I was only a kid but I did feel like, you know, I did get a sense of like, you know, some like sort of an aggressive sort of feeling, you know, like I couldn't really move at the time so I was just shocked, I was just, you know, it was just really strange, I can't really say much else really it was really weird so you um, sort of picked up the feeling that it was giving out as well yeah I think it was uh, definitely like thing that comes up, yeah, isn't it? yeah towards yeah. like a, I'd say like you definitely felt like you know a bit you know aggressive I would say like rather than kind of I probably would yeah I'd probably say it was aggressive like I did feel like a, you know there was something there that kind of I don't know like maybe it, I don't know but I don't know, it's just really strange, really. There's not, there's no way you can describe it. Now you'll hear my interview with the witness. So we've just been chatting between ourselves, really, haven't we? Fellow witnesses to strange things. So what we've got to try and do now is get it across to the audience so really we live in it's not you wouldn't call it like a mega city would you it is for all it's urban it's kind of rural as well at the same time isn't it you've got lots of like green belt and streams and farms and all of the above but it is not the type of place that we should be seeing incredibly strange impossible things so if you don't mind in your own words can you tell me a little bit about the day that this happened when you saw that strange creature? Yeah, so, well, basically, um, I was just in my bedroom and it was at night and I was just looking out the window and then I seen this this thing, like it was, you know, pretty much like a gorilla and it was on mm. all fours and as soon as I seen it, it's like locked in. Um, kind of locked on straight away so as I've, as I've seen it it's seen me and it's kind of a, like a bit of a connection mm. can't really explain it but there is definitely a connection there and as soon as it's seen me it's like it's probably stayed there for a second mm. and then it started galloping and it's come across the road and then it's kind of gone over the fence and then it's gone up the drain pipe and then it's just come literally to my bedroom window and it's just been there grinning at me um <sighs> And that must have took from where it was to, to where it came to, probably five to seven seconds. You know, it was very quick. Yeah. And I could, I could see the actual movement from it coming from the that grass patch area over to the road, mm. and it must have opted the fence or something. I didn't actually yeah. see it doing it, but, I could, you know, I, I seen it running, and I was, like, coming back because I was, I was scared at the time because yeah. it was like it... Like, in the video I had... Um, with Nick, um, he, did, he, did, he did say, you know, what did it feel like, you know, yeah. looking, back, looking back to it now, you know, I did, I was shocked and I did feel frightened, um, you know, because I did actually, feel, you know, probably felt like I was probably going to be attacked or something like that. Yes, and you were only young, you were only seven. Yeah. That's, that's incredible. I mean, even seeing anything strange would be scary at seven but that that would be scary for an adult for it to come across the grass like that and come right up to the window even a grown man would have been frightened by that yeah i mean it was you know it's kind of can't really find it difficult to explain really it is you know it does sound bad you know i know how it sounds and that and you know it's pretty crazy really but you know it did you know it did uh, you know, it did happen, you know, it wasn't yeah. imagined, you know, 
looking look back on it and things, you know, I've never forgot it. And, you know, I can remember, it's like an almost ingrained memory, like, you know, a, a playback almost, yeah. if you will. Yeah, you said that before, almost as if you can just kind of play back the memory. And you were quite detailed because you remember the hair and the... Yeah, it was, I would say, like, it was... When I said, like, um, a buzz cut, mm -hmm. um, it was very, like, buzz cut, long hair, but the, the actual hair itself was very fine, you know, mm -hmm. like, fur-like. Yeah. You could clearly distinguish that the hair itself was, like, you know, like a very fine, you know, like, yeah. Some kind of dog's hair coat has very fine hair. Yeah, I know what you um, mean. And it almost had like a bit of a, like a silvery grey sheen to it. Mm. Um, in parts, and it was very, you know, this thing, it was very muscular, you could see it by definition of it. Um, from where it was. And, it, you know, the, the arms were quite long as well, I would say, like, because it was on all fours, and it could, yeah. from, it was, like, it was crouching, but you could tell that the arms were, like, pretty long, yeah. you know. That typical gorilla stance. Yeah. Mm. Um, Words don't cover it when you're trying to get it across to somebody else that you've seen. It's impossible. I want them yeah. to invent a machine that they can put on my head and it'll just show you an hologram of what I saw that day because that would make it so much easier for us yeah. if we could say, there, that's exactly what I saw that day. Even yeah. trying to draw it or get somebody else to draw it for you, it's absolutely impossible to describe. Yeah, I was thinking of trying it myself. I'm not the most talented drawer, you know give it a, but give it a go you never know yeah, yeah. It's, but like I say it does look you know very similar to um, you know the gorilla face it, yeah. you know I would say that there is a lot of similarities there but you know, almost it did look different mm. um, I just can't really describe you know yeah, it's, it's impossible describe, it's impossible and then yeah. you have the thing where you run downstairs and you tell your parents I've got a seven year old grandson so if he ran into the room and said to me, Grum, I've just seen a, a gorilla's face at the window, I'd probably think he was just yeah, being a seven-year-old boy. Do you get what I mean? I remember, I remember like, going down and telling my dad, because I, mm. I definitely told my dad, and I remember him saying, look, there's a, there's a gorilla upstairs, and he's, he's come up, and he probably just thought, you know, what's yeah. going on about it or whatever. And then he's come up, and then it's just not been there, it's just gone. Because um, I remember being able to, like, when I was in that situation with it, like, it was there at the window yeah. and it was, like, locked on. I couldn't move. I was, like, traumatised at the time. Yeah. And just couldn't really move. And I was just, like, it's hard to explain, but it's like I somehow regained myself and be able to, like, yeah. move again. And then, like, just ran off, like, ran downstairs and then told my dad that there was a grill upstairs. And, you know, it's, I think I remember saying, like, it's good showing it. I do think I think it's genuinely a parent. I know my parents are absolutely useless when yeah. I tried, but I just think I did it with my own daughter. She saw something through the window, and I just said to her, she was kind of seeing things, but that was fair. I was trying to, mm -hmm. I was thinking, oh God, not her as well, you know, because obviously yeah. at the time I was struggling with it still. Because it's kind of, it just carries on with you. you. It goes throughout your life. It's not something you can just put away, is it? Because you can for periods of time. And then if you're like me, you suddenly start thinking about it again and you, you have all those self-doubts and you start asking all those questions. And you know, and then I think it gets a time when you're just ready to share it with people where you're like, you know, I just, I'm, I'm, I, need, I need answers, really. Or... I mean, I've only ever really told, like, you know, a couple of my close friends, like, and I, you know, I'm quite selective, you know, with the company that I keep anyway, and, yeah. you know, I don't really, um, you know, I'm, just, I'm a quite a laid-back guy, I'm, you know, I do yeah. a lot of different, you know, used to 
board and I do a lot of fishing and just go walk to like nature, things like that. Right. You know, I don't really, it's not something that I would ever kind of, you know, would have thought would ever happen or, you mm. know, um, anything I... like that. But, you know, it, it has and it's, it's, I don't know really, it's just very kind of, you know, it's hard to get across to someone because of yeah. anyone kind of, you know, I've, my friends have not really, you know, they've not had any experiences or anything yeah. like that. And I do think they generally, you know, do understand where I'm coming from, you know, because they are open-minded and stuff like But the, the couple that I've told, and I've, you know, and, and that's about it, really. Yeah. You know, I've never really mentioned it to any, I've, not even, I've never even mentioned it to my mum and dad after it happened, you know, because I was like, just didn't really, you know, what to say. And, you know, they probably, you know, because you, yeah. you, know, you say something like that, you know, people... No, I mean there are. I can think of others that have seen what they would describe as a chimp or a gorilla or a, yeah. The, the young lad that I told you about that lived in Springfield in the northeast. He saw yeah. it through the window and he said it was kind of using the trees to hide itself. It was like, yeah. but even it didn't come close to him and even that was traumatising for him just seeing it through the window and knowing that it was there and it had seen him looking yeah. and then I know for um, Jasmine it's the same for him he was making a brew he was only about seven and he saw a chimp's face at the window and when I met him he was in his 40s and yeah. he could describe it in minute detail mm. what he saw and he said when he was a kid he went down back into the living room like a dining room and he drew it on a piece of paper um, and there was actually a, a newspaper report for him. He was lucky in that sense that a bus driver had reported seeing um, an orangutan run across the road at about six o'clock in the morning. So there's that. But me and you live in very close area, and there's not a whole lot here that you. In when it happened twenty five years ago, there wouldn't have been anywhere you could have gone to tell anyone because there wasn't anything out there, was there? It wasn't. Um, Something to do with that house itself? Have they ever experienced it? You know, the people that are in it now. I'm cheeky enough to ask. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, I, don't know. I just think it's saying, you know. I, yeah, I know what you I mean. Know, I think obviously you can't really say what it, you know, what it's about and that. And I don't know, but I do feel like it. I don't know. I honestly don't know, but you know. Possible to do that, I think, because mm. you can't. I couldn't remember back to being seven and yeah. telling you what time something happened. What the, you know, the actual time was. That's quite normal. I mean, yeah. the question of whether it's the house or not leaves us onto the. I know that you've never seen a creature like that ever mm. since. Luckily, 
But as yeah. anything other that you would describe as strange or find hard to explain that's happened to you either before or after that event? Yeah, but when I first moved to work, well, I moved to a place called St. Martin's in Shropshire. Right. Um, which is like near the border of um, Wales. Wales, so yeah. A place called Chirk. So we just, well, it wasn't long until we like moved in. And I was nine at the time, and we'd just moved in. My mum and dad had actually split up, and my dad was still living in Bolton at, at this house. Yeah. And we'd just moved in, um, I was in bed, and me and my sister, like, because we was just decorating and doing the rooms. My sister's a year younger than me, so she was only eight. I was in a double bed um, in my room, which was, like, the, the back room. Yeah. So... Was in bed and I woke up and I've woke up to this like really strange noise and it was almost like a like a like a really kind of weird kind of noise like a reverberating yeah like a really strange noise and like there was literally this orange ball and it must have been um, probably there's nothing I could like compare it was a lot bigger than a football it was probably like say you could get eight footballs in kind of one so it was like a football and when I was looking at this thing it was literally a, a foot away from from, a, from the window it was like that close right. I've woke up and it's been this like bright orange light and when I say bright orange when you actually looked at this thing it was like molten metal yeah. it was like oh, you, when, you, when you actually see you know diesel or petrol on the floor mm-hmm. on like a garage forecourt and there's all them like different colours yeah. it was it was like that, but it was like molten metal, and it was all like intertwined a lot. So it was like it was like um, it was like a moving pattern, yeah. if you will. It was, it was like a moving, like all kind of moving in, in between. It, it's like a, it's hard to describe it, but it's like a, it was like a moving pattern in between each other. Like it looked like like some form of liquid or metal, like yeah. when you can see something being smelted or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like, like hot lava or something, like hot yeah, glass, yeah. yeah. Like very much like that, but it was like all the different colours, like when you see these one or four it's like almost like that, yes. all in these different intertwined colours, and it almost looked like it had some sort of pattern to it. Yeah. So I, got, I don't know what drew me to it, but like I've, got, I've gone to open the window because I wanted to go and shake my mum in the other room. Yeah. It was literally just to the left of my room. So I've opened the window and it's gone from my... So it's gone from the gutter line, from, mm-hmm. from my window, and it's gone to this other house, um, which is a semi-detached to the left. Right. So it's gone to the um, to the to their gutter line, and I, could, I knew these who lived next door, and it was at the bathroom window. And it literally hovered outside there for a couple of seconds. Like, just still, mm. I could still hear this noise. It was weird. And um, literally, it just, like, went... And it just, like, shot straight off back, like, into the into like the outer atmosphere. And in a couple of seconds, it just went boom like that. And it was just gone. Right. And that was, like, obviously, like, that was... You know, it's... That's, you know... That's... I've never experienced, like, a UFO or anything like that. Or, you know, but that was definitely like happened and yeah it sounds so almost like after saying that about you know the, the um gorilla thing but yeah obviously you know it just you know definitely did happen and you know, i've never really told anyone that you know i've, I've told my mom and i've told you know my sister as well yeah um who was with me at the time but she didn't wake up and it was you know it was just really strange and mm. ever since then like i've never really been able to have curtains open or anything like that. You know, even in daytime, I don't open anything like. I don't know. I just don't like it. Right, I've heard that before. I just like to reassure you. A, the the ball that you're describing, this energy orange Paula speaks about it. Mm. There are other witnesses that speak about it. So, and you did speak about it in other colours as well. So, people, yeah. you get, um, but also this fear of. Not, I can't leave the windows open at the back of the house. I can't, yeah. just not even a tiny crack. I can't stand the idea of it. Mm. And there are other people who just will not open the curtains because it's almost like they can sense something's watching them, maybe, and it's to do with that event. 
So I think you were only nine at the time, so I think that'd be quite normal that you shut your curtains and kind of shut it out kind of thing. Um, I just, um, I just, um, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I think, you know, did anything happen? You know, like, obviously, we're, you know, stories about things. and Right. Uh, so you don't yeah. know? Do you, yeah, could... I don't ever know whether anything ever happened. Like, yeah. Know, at the actual time, one thing to do, distinctly remember and it'll always I'll always remember with this experience is that everything was like silent like it almost seemed like it was everything was like almost like just just silent like it was almost like time stopped Stopped. right do you know what I mean it's hard to kind of you know explain it but it was like everything was silent like time felt like it stopped and um you know it was it was just a matter obviously that you know, previous experiences, but obviously yeah. completely different things. But, you know, it was really crazy. And through growing up, um, I've always thought about that. And I've always thought, you know, because it is that area where I lived, it was very rural. And I've always thought, you know, was, was there some sort of experiments going on there with, like, drones or something like that? Or, you mm. know, government technology? Do you know what I mean? And I I've do. always thought, you know, was there any sort of you know, anything happening around that time, like, before technology ever got released, but this was, like, something completely, yeah. you know, it just went within a second, like, you could see it, like, shoot back, up, mm. like, within seconds, it just gone. It's, it's um, really normal to look for a normal explanation for things, that's yeah. what, you know, that's that human, that's what we do. But I don't yeah. think there's anything that that's technology that we have now and probably in the future that can do that and look mm. like that and present like that. But I have heard other, as I say, witnesses who speak of... I've, I've even heard of it opening up, like a donut and something stepping out from it. So yeah. other people describe it as small, like an orb, and it'll get bigger and bigger. Yeah. But I the, mean, this, this actual... This thing, it, it, it was like... A, it was a, I'd say it was more like... Obviously, it was a bowl, but it was more like oval-shaped almost. Right. Um, and it was like... Um, the main thing that I can remember about it is like this kind of metal work, like this mm. metal co- kind of colouring, like um, it was like it was intertwining with each other, like it was like it wasn't like constantly like the colours that it had, um, like they were just like they were just like really bright, sort mm. of dense colours as well, um, and they were like um, there's a, there's a way that you can describe it. It's like the best way I can describe it is like when you see it, um, like when you see petrol or diesel on a fork, or and you see, you you're kind yeah. of seeing it, kind of like mixing the water. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it's like a, a spectrum like, of colour. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like it was like that, but it was it had almost like a pattern to it, like it had some sort of pattern type yeah. thing that was that was going into each other, and it was it was just really strange and like ever you know I've never you know touched one. I've never like had a yeah. anything like that ever happened ever again but you know i sometimes think about that and i think you know did you know, did anything ever happen to me or you know because i i honestly don't know when yeah and you know, you... stories and stuff and you know people don't even know you know anything's happened to them and you know i'm not that far thinking that anything would ever you know happen and or anything like that but you just like, it's, I na- don't know it's natural yeah it's a natural question to ask yourself because, like you say, it's almost as if time was suspended. Yeah. And it's quite natural for you to question, did anything else happen? You know, has anything else ever happened while I've been asleep and I've not realised it? They're quite normal questions that people would ask. You're yeah. having an event that's completely impossible to most people. Yeah. And then on top of that, you're only a child. So you're yeah. trying to process all this while you're a nine-year-old boy, you know what I mean? You're not processing it as an adult. So yeah. anything that you feel around those events is completely normal because what is normal when you're confronted with something like that? Yeah. Yeah? And, it, and you must be strong, quite a strong person because, like you say, you've not had a lot of people that you've been able to tell this to. No, you can't really, though, mm. can you? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It is... You, you, you know, do, you've got to deal with it on your own, it's, yeah. You know, you're risking all sorts, really, aren't you? You know, you can't really... Mm. 
There might be a time where it does come up in conversation because it feels like the right time, do you get what I mean? But at the end of the it was your personal experience, wasn't it? So yeah, I mean, I've always kept that, like, quite, you know, both of them very, like, personal, do you know what I mean? I've had other experiences where I would say they're, like, more of, like, a you know, spiritual encounter or something like mm. that, but nothing, you know, like, that, like, these other things, you know, you could almost, like, feel that they were, like, otherworldly or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do, I get what you mean. There's not a good yeah. word for it, is there? There's not a word yeah. that you can put on it that fits, kind yeah. of thing. But, I mean, it's... It, I know when Mick came out to meet because when Mick comes out to meet anyone, he doesn't tell me any of the conversation or anything like that. All he does is he just sends over to me whatever's been recorded that day. Yeah. And it was... When we drove up there, I said to Mark, it's really strange because if I get my map out now, I can get to all of the sighting areas from this house. Yeah. It'd be taken from Winter Hill all the way to, like, Beulil. And then I had a look on the western side of it and it's almost central. So if we say there's something strange with the energy in that area mm. and and you pick up on energy and can tune into it because you've done it in more than one area, you've not just done it in Bolton, you've then moved mm. to Shropshire and something else has happened. So that tells me that that's something about you. So that either you're the catalyst or you're simply the one that can pick up on this energy and and see it, experience it, feel it. Yeah. I mean, I've, I obviously, you know, I don't know, like, no. um, but all I know is, like, um, you know, the second one, like, it does kind of, like, I do feel a bit more scared about that one rather than, you know, the other first you know, yeah. thing that I've told you about because, you know, it's... I don't know, like, I've never really had that feeling before, like, where time stopped and everything just silent. Yeah. Um, just, it's just really weird feeling and, yeah, it's... I, I, I would imagine an, an adult would be terrified by that. Uh, There'd be people listening that are probably older than me that would think, yeah. oh, my God, if I had to, you know, if I was in bed and I saw that, I'd be absolutely terrified. And like I say, you're only a young boy. Yeah. When it happened, seven and nine, he's not, you know, it's only young. You, you, you've not really formed a lot. You, you're not very outward thinking when you're that age, are you? When you're yeah. a kid, everything's like, you're not worrying about things and stuff like that unless it's stuff going on at home and things like that. So I just think it's quite normal. And you've come through it really well because you have a really good character. And yeah. I don't want you to speak about anything that you're not comfortable speaking about mm. but I'm guessing that's not been the only event has it that orange light I've had like a bit of a thing like happened to me like um, this was I've not seen this thing for about five or six years and this was um, like um, this was 18 I just moved back to Bolton and I'm in the house that I'm in now mm. and um, my mum and dad was living here first and I'd just moved back I'd probably been here for like a probably been here for about a year so I was about 18, 19 at the time when mm-hmm. I'd seen this other thing now, they had two dogs, they had a Sharpay and a, and a West and um, no they didn't have, they've got two Westies now but they had a Sharpay and a Fox Terrier so I woke up one night so I was sleeping on the couch and it must have been about 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning and I got woken up by one of the dogs and the dog was like pouring at me so mm. I just thought, what you know, what's like? What's just, up? I just had this really strange sensation. So, and then they've gone to the door, like they've both been looking at the front door, and then I thought, and then I went, I went to grab the handle, like and nothing happened, and then I was like, is someone trying to break in or something, like, do you know what I mean? I was yeah. like, I thought, I thought someone was trying to break in or something like yeah. that. So, I've had a look um, out the window. So I've had a look out the window. And, Literally, the window's, like, literally two foot to the left from yeah. the door. So they had, like, curtains at the time, which would get drawn to the side and whatnot. So I've undone one of the curtains to have a look, and there was just, like, this black... The best way I can describe it is, like, it's like a black... It's like a black mist with, like, um, yeah. like a... Like a hood. Like a, yeah. a, like a black mist hooded... Type thing. Thing. And this thing, it, 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 knew it's, it knew like I'd, I'd seen it and it seen me. It was like there was some sort of connection. This thing, as soon as it seen me, it like 
I could definitely, you know, I look back on it now, and I've, I've seen this thing a few times as well. And right. It, it's gone like the best way I can describe it. This does say mad, but it went to the left, and it almost like went through the window. Yeah. Like it almost like went straight through the window and just disappeared. And it was it was really strange. But this thing, as an experience. Uh, seen it a few times and these have always been times like where I've not really you know it's not been at night or anything like that it's hard to we would just you know I've always looked into it because I've always you know I thought you know it's a, I've had a look online and you know yeah. these, these type of things people do call them shadow people yeah. but there's no like definitive figure to it but I know when I've seen it a few other times that there has been some form of a figure right yeah um, yeah and they used to work in a place in Blackburn and the building actually burnt down, so I, we moved work, and it was on fire when I when we was in there. So right. we'd all come out, and then I used to get picked up in there in the morning by one of the drivers. So I've been, I was sat down, and I was like just looking at the, the building, you know, where the, where it had actually been yeah. on fire, and the, the roof had gone through, and you could still see like you know some of the stuff in the building, like mm. um, some of the actual um, like. Like the sh- like the shelving because we used to put stuff yeah. on the shelves, but they were like kind of factory shelves. And anyway, this this thing it was literally just like I could I could see it stood um, at the side of one of these shelves, and it was literally just like popping out, like looking at me. Oh. Um, and I could it was just it, this is in the daytime, this is in the morning, probably about eight o'clock, and I could see this thing um, looking at me. And then I used to get a lift from there to Accrington. Um, where I was working at the time mm. and I seen it while I was at work as well so I was putting some stuff on the shelves and then I just got this really weird feeling like something was watching me and um, I turned around and this thing was like literally just bobbing behind the shelf like it was just the same thing exactly again Yeah. and then the, the only other time I've seen it was no I think they're literally just the only times I've mm. seen it really but it was like the weirdest aspect like I've couldn't even say what it was, do you know what I mean? It was just really weird, like, uh, but the, the, it was definitely the same thing. Yeah, it's not smoke and it's not mist, and it's, yeah, it's just, a dark... The first, the first time i actually seen it, I would say, like, it was more of, like, a black mass. Yeah, I was just going to um, say that. It's more like a black... Yeah, yeah black mass. like, see it, like, a distinct... When I say hood, it was like almost like a robe hood. A cowl. Uh, like how they used to have in like medieval times. Like it was really pointed like a monk. I don't even know what monk ones look like, but I know that like... Yeah. Um, like court jesters and old archers, um, like in medieval times, like when you really... When you see like they have that like... Uh, they'll have like a bit of a... Like, a, like almost like a scarf on. Yeah. Um, like where the like well just below the head and like this thing though you could tell like the, the, the thing that I don't like this hood it was like it was like a a really pointed long one do, do you know what I yeah, mean yeah I, like, I do I do know what like you mean down at the back mm. um yeah and that's pretty pretty much the actual only you know visual they're the only like visual things I've actually seen yeah um, and they were definitely personal to you because yeah like they yeah you know personal you know obviously I've, the, the the thing the, the this mist black thing um, i've told that to quite a few people do you know what i mean it's yeah. not something that really kind of bothers me like um you know but i've i've had a you know other other experiences you know i did i've like um a lot you know i've had other experiences but nothing like um you know visually i yeah. had um, had a really kind of strange, I don't know, it's, I just find it hard to talk about. This other, this happened when I lived in um, Shropshire, the actual same time. Yeah. Um, not long after the UFO experience, I was 14, 15, and I had like a quite a bad, like volatile haunting. Mm. Um, but I don't really like talking about it because it's like quite bad really it was bad yeah you, um, don't, you don't have to talk about it if you don't want yeah, to it was just like um, I don't know it was just like living in a film a bit um, just continuous all the time 
If you want, we can stop recording and we can just we can just talk in private, me and you. Yeah, it was just pretty bad. Like it was. Um, it was just like uh, this thing, and it was just like relentless. Oh, uh, an entity. You know, I've never really yeah. had anything ever since that. You know, luckily enough, but you know, you do start to think, you know, what is going on and things like that. But. At this part of the interview, I did stop recording and we had an in-depth conversation, in private, really. And then we picked up the conversation again and that's what you'll hear now. But I did feel, due to the age of the witness at the time and some of the events, that it wouldn't be fitting to put it out there on YouTube. I think that's um, probably for a later date if he wants to do that. Um, so, as I say, we'll carry on with the conversation now. Yeah, so, the actual, this, this is like a dream, but I've always thought, you know, is, is there something to it? Like, uh, mm. you know, it was, it was fucking, honestly, like, I was like, thinking about it for weeks and weeks because it was that weird. So, it was, in the, it was in the house that I'm in now, so it was literally everything was exactly the same. So, I've got up um, and my girlfriend was in the bath so mm. I've gone in the bath, um, not actually in the bath, but in the bathroom. Yeah. And I think I was just talking to her. So I've turned round and there was this, there was this like, um, there was like this, there was like this woman, like a really old haggard woman, but yeah. with like a, a towel on her face, like wrapped around. It was sort of like a towel or something like mm. that. So anyway, I've gone like, I've gone to, I'm sure I've gone to grab this towel now. I've grabbed this towel and it's run downstairs. So I've run after it. Right. This isn't like, everything exactly in the same light. It was the same room. Everything was exactly the same place. Everything. So I've come to the bottom of the stairs and I've looked in the corner and it's been there. And the best way I can describe it is like, I've looked online about this because I was mm. I was thinking could this have been like a... Um, what's it called, the uh, sleep paralysis, but yeah. like it was, like obviously I didn't wake up and see something in my room, but I've come downstairs in this dream and it was like literally stood in the corner, it was stood in the corner, it was like had its head tilt back, mm. like it really, like just like looking at me, like really like tilt back head and it had like this, these white sunken like glowing eyes and mm. it had um, like really dark black matted hair and the skin was like all, like almost like like rigor mortis had set in its skin and it was really pale and it was just like in this like it was, fucking, yeah. um, it was just like in this like I'll say like like this dress but it was all like um, tattered and black and all like holes in it and things like that mm. and it was just like just staring at me with these sunken eyes and it was just like staring at me and it just like I, it was just really really strange like you know I know it was like a dream and, you know, but it was like the, it was. I just find it really strange how everything was like in the same place, and every, yeah. you know, in the same house, and it was just like really lucid. You know, peculiar, and I just remember waking up thinking, "What's that?" Do you know what I mean? Like it was just really weird. It, yeah, and it, we, as we, we were talking earlier about, you've had one of those events. Other people have done this where the, the bedding's been pulled off your bed and you pull it back yeah. on and it pulls it off and you pull it back on and it pulls you off. And like you, what you're describing is even if we class it as a dream, which I'm not too sure that it was, when you're in that state between being asleep and waking up, that's the closest state you can get to meditation or hypnosis or anything that name they want to put on it. You're at um, a, a place where your subconscious brain and your conscious brain are probably at level yeah. with each other at that point. So it could have been a dream, but it might also have been an event that was really real and it happened, you know? And you just... you, you What you see in there is... The, some people call that the chrome or the hag. This. Yeah, that, that's basically, you know, from what I can see, what I've seen online mm. and things. That's what it exactly, pretty much was. Um, it was, it was. I can't even. Honest to God, it was. It was really weird. Like you know, obviously we all have dreams and stuff, but this mm. one was like you know, it was really, really strange. Real, like, yeah. it was, you know, it did. It did feel real. You know, it did yeah. feel real because obviously I was in the same place, and it made me think. Like I got thinking about you know, 
what if it was like me in another reality or in another dimension? Then mm-hmm. I, you know, we don't really know about you know much about yeah. you know, our reality itself, really. And you know, I just thought you know, is that me in another reality and just experiencing it myself, but in another d- dimension? And then I thought, like, fucking hell, like you know, I didn't really know what to think. But... <laughs> well, yeah, see, anything is possible. We yeah, we don't you know, know do we? Was, you know, God, like it was just really, really weird. Like it was. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like, you know, it's like it, it did seem real, do you know what I mean? I but get it, yeah. You know, I can't say it was, was dreaming, like, you know, and I remember my girlfriend wasn't in the bath at the time, but, she, you know, it was her in the bath in the dream, and I was there, and, you know, everything seemed real and stuff, and, you know, yeah, but it was pretty, pretty mad, like, it was just, I felt weird from it for, yeah. for weeks, like, do you know what I mean? I did feel really weird. And I don't think a simple dream has that effect on you. I, I don't, I don't think we do, because no, it's not... Yeah, I, like, um, you know, a normal dream, dream that's, yeah. Say, far as a nightmare, it was like, if I could describe it in one way, I'd probably say it was almost like a vision. Yeah, uh, which is what my, where I'm going with it, and that's why I'm thinking, you've yeah. tuned in again, you know. Yeah, but it was, it was just really, you know, because it, it was just really, it was just really, really weird, like, so, it was, God, I like it, I just can't, because it was, you know, I know it was, I know it was like in a dream, dreaming state. I was dreaming, but everything like was exactly the same as it was in yeah. the house. And it ran like it was just really, really weird. Like from when I turned, because like obviously I was like she was in the bath. I turned round. I was like, what the fuck's that? Like this yeah. woman stood there. Do you know what I mean? And I've gone to take this thing off her head, and then as soon as I've done it, she ran downstairs, like literally running downstairs. So I've ran after her. And I've got to the bottom, I've looked in the corner, it was just there, like, just staring at me, like, with these sunken eyes, they were just, like, beaming at me, like, it, obviously, they weren't, like, lights beaming at me, but, like, I know what you mean. just really proper weird, yeah, and <laughs> bloody crazy, like, um, you know, it was just weird. But, so that was the last event, the last strange event that happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was, like, the last kind of, yeah, but... You know, I don't know what, you know, obviously I think that was like a dream or a vision or whatever you want to call it, like, mm. but it there was definitely like, a, you know, I could say like there was definitely like something to it. Um, I don't know, it was just really like, it did leave me feeling strange, like, for quite a bit, like, you know, because I yeah. remember like telling my girlfriend and I was like, I don't know what happened, like, last, you know, this morning I felt bloody, you know, basically told her, yeah. you know, the thing, and I was like, oh, it's just, I just feel weird, like, do you know what I mean? And, can't shake it. I know what you mean. You just can't shake it, can you? It leaves you with a weird feeling and conf- yeah. a bit of confusion and not really sure. And you, you question it. You think, was that a dream? Yeah, you know? that's, that's exactly you know, what I didn't feel yeah. like. But, you know, I know that I'd kind of, you know, been asleep and I'd you know, experienced that, mm. that and uh, woke up and I was like, what the hell? Because cause it was just really weird. Like, I think with dreams, like, you do forget them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you do, don't you? Yeah, that's you. There's something that's like peculiar that will stick in your mind. There must be like something to it. You've got to be. I was just going to suggest if and if it you have any more strange dreams, just jot them down. Not that you have to, because you remember every bit of it. If you like me, yeah. But any strange events or anything like that, just jump down. Because I I do think there will be more for you. I mean, you might get one of the resting periods where. You know, yeah. we all get them where you don't get something for a while and then it'll just suddenly start up again. And um, But honestly, you, you're of quite strong character, aren't you? I think you'd be able to deal with whatever's to come. Yeah, I mean, I probably, you know, just into all sorts of kind of different stuff, do you know what I mean? It's mm. not like it's anything that I'm kind of, you know, ever been in. Like, I've always been fascinated with, like, you know, strange stuff and things like that, but I've never, like... No, actively gone searching for anything or anything yeah. like that, you know, or any, ever done anything like, you know, I've never done a Ouija board, anything, you know, anything like, mm. anything that you would ever kind of consider kind of connecting to anything or anything like that. And, yeah, just kind of into, like, fishing, all sorts of, you know, types of different things, like going for walks and all types of stuff and, you know, just being in such with nature and things like that and just... That's about it, really. Um, I think that senses you. If I, I do, I think if you're out in nature and you you like being out there, it's a good way to 
Panacentia. And you probably yeah. connect to areas anyway because you're good at picking up on stuff. And yeah. then if it ever gets to a point where it's, you know, you're not liking what's going on and that, you just get yourself out into nature and it'll change. You know, yeah. it, it'll mix things up for you. But I'm just going to end the recording, so I'm going to say good night to everyone. But don't you go anywhere. I'm just, you're just going to yeah. hear me. So I will be back on Tuesday with our normal live feed. So I'll see you all next week. Good night, everyone. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.